brought to you by Hello Kitty and random pictures my kids draw for me. This is the Purple Jaguar. We're trying to revamp some things and do some things differently because apparently I'm not going to be able to do the podcast like I would normally like to. So bear with me as I do my first video podcast. This week in sports, we had the college tournament, which has had a huge audience, has had a lot of upsets. I'm not even going to begin to tell you the amount of upsets. Let's just say that my bracket is absolute toast, and I will no longer be watching any of the college basketball because I don't care. If I can't be right, then I don't want to watch. These are all jokes. Now, we had a UFC fight in London, which... If I can be completely honest, outside of the Justin Gaethje fight, was not good. Not enjoyable. I was bored. I was trying to get my kids into it, and it was kind of a waste of my time. And it was at an awkward time in the day. It was. I think we started watching the fights around like 4.30, and then the main card came on at 5, and I'm Eastern time, so I don't know who's watching UFC at 2 o'clock on the West Coast, but... It's just not super enjoyable event. The Usman-Edwards fight was a letdown. For all intents and purposes, it was absolutely a letdown. I thought that there was some cold feet is a nice way of saying that Usman didn't really want to push the pace. He could tell he was definitely thinking about that uh, leg kick or that head kick. And uh, just didn't really want to get after Edwards like he typically would in his reign as the welterweight champion. So Edwards won again. Surprise, surprise. Not really. Outside of that, we have the World Championship. Or what? World Baseball Classic. I think that's how you say it. And Japan, as of last night, won the whole thing with Superman. He is the baseball Superman. If you don't know who this is, this is a Japanese guy. I think his name is pronounced Antani. And he can hit home runs and also throw 95 mile an hour fastballs. So you win. Baseball's done. Unless you're doing that, I think I've seen it all and I'm done with the sport. So that's about all I have to say about baseball. As we continue through this, very, very awkward for me. I do not like videos anymore. I like Recording my voice, I like putting out podcasts where you don't have to see my face. Um, so this is very awkward for me, uh, especially the way I have to record it. You know, when you're looking at yourself talking, it's unless you really, really like yourself, it's it's kind of weird. It's a little awkward. Like I don't go in the bathroom and talk to myself in the mirror a lot. So yeah, it's just different. And then of course we have sirens off in the background. So you know it's not going to be good. It's just not going to be good. The quality is not going to be good. I don't have a producing team. The The podcast was already messed up. I'm, I'm frustrated, but I want to at least get something out. Um, sports is boring right now for all intents and purposes. We can act like it's not. We can pretend like we're interested in what Gonzaga is going to do in the tournament. <laughs> but Kansas is out. Duke's out. Um, Kentucky lost. Let's see. Uh, Purdue out. Um, 
Princeton is in the Sweet 16, and I think if I say any more, you're going to understand that college basketball is changed. You can definitely tell that the the big name teams are not going to be. It's not as dominant as it is in college football. You know, you can you can you can probably think of five teams that are going to be in the top 10 in, in college football at the end of next year's season. You can't do that with basketball anymore. It c- does bring an aspect of interesting, but ultimately my bracket's busted. So I'm a little bitter about it. <laughs> now let's talk about something that doesn't get a lot of light shined on it. Now we can, we can pretend that I'm, very cultured. I do a lot of things. I have a lot of interests. I can't stay in one realm. We've talked about NFL. We've talked about NBA. We've talked about the World Baseball Classic for five seconds. Um, and I like competitive video games. And I think that it's going to be on the rise, if not already on the rise. The streaming site Twitch has promoted a lot of just fantastic video game players, which it is a hobby, an activity, if you will, much as chess or golf. Because <laughs> golf's not a sport. <laughs> but there is tiers and skill levels, and there's skill gaps between teams, and there's really good and interesting games with interesting storylines if you really get into the competitive scene of gaming. Now, this is not to advertise that only, but I'm interested in it, and I think it's good, and I think that it needs to be advertised better. Right now, to watch the ALGS, which is the Apex League gaming something, I don't know. It's the Pros of Apex Legends, that game. Um, you have to go on YouTube, either be following them or type it in, and then you can pull it up on YouTube when they're playing their live tournament, or you have to be on Twitch, and at which point you can follow Apex and then follow some of the pro players because they'll twi- they'll stream it live as they're playing. Or you can go straight on to the program and watch it and have you know, commentary, different commentary people that come on there that used to be pros and just different aspects. And I think it's really cool and it's really actually interactive. So the one thing that I've talked about that the UFC does well is also what this gaming tournament kind of thing does well. And it's the interaction that you get with the fans. So the UFC during a fight night will uh, have Twitter posts of prevalent people that are watching the fight and tweeting about it. And I like that interaction that you give the fans in the sport. Now, I understand if you're talking about the NFL, NASCAR, NBA games, it'd be distracting if you have tweets coming up, you know, in the middle of the game. But for these gaming platforms and tournaments, you get to interact. And the players will actually respond to you as a fan directly in some aspects after the tournament games or the next day or throughout the week. And so there's that back and forth. There's that real involvement that I think a lot of people are desiring out of the sports world. It's like I'm never going to get to interview a 
Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes after an NFL game. So what I do is I go on YouTube and I look for interviews. And hopefully they did one and it's broadcasted. And, and But I don't get to ask the questions. And as a matter of fact, they're getting asked the same cookie-cutter questions that these reporters have asked these players for years and years and years. But what the UFC and then this pro gaming has started doing is involving the regular audience in their commentary on what's going on. And it adds another element to the event, if you will. And I think that's something that shouldn't be slept on because the more you feel involved, the more you feel um, like it matters to you. The weight of it matters to you. You know, if you have a favorite team that plays these games and you actually have had dialogue with that team, you've almost now bought in more. Now, I understand that this can't be done on a, you know, macro level, but this has the potential, if done correctly, to really get people more interested in sports that otherwise have lost the majority of interest. Like we were talking about the World Baseball Classic, and it is drawing or has drawn more viewers than most baseball games throughout the regular MLB season because it provides a sense of urgency. There's it's one and done tournament, just kind of like the NCAA men's and women's basketball. You're going to get more of an audience when there's more urgency on the game. And there's more involvement. We all get to make a bracket. We get to be a part of something. So we're watching every game to see how our bracket ends up being. I'm, I've never watched Princeton play. Hell, I, I'm, a, I'm a Mizzou fan, and I've never watched Mizzou play throughout the year until the tournament because my bracket was directly indicative on whether or not Mizzou won or lost or Kansas or Purdue for that matter. Yeah. So it just gives that extra involvement that the fans desire and I think will bring more of a viewership to those specific sports in those specific areas. Now, there needs to be better advertising for elite pro gaming events. It needs to be on bigger platforms. It needs to be... It's more right now of a cult following. So if you play the game and you know some of the pros in the game, you're going to watch. But a broader audience, I think, could be reached if it was kind of easier to see footage from it. If it was commercial, if it was, you know, they do the game commercial, but add some pro players into the game commercial. Add that value because what you're doing is you're giving a video game that any Joe Schmo can play, right? And then you're showing him what the elite people that do this video game look like. Like golf. Any guy can go get a set of clubs, a couple buddies, and go play golf. That's why golf still has a big audience because people play that game. And so then they want to watch the best of the best play that game. And so they will tune in to the channel when it's time to watch it. Or they will go to an event to watch them play. But it's mostly because they also can play. So they know how hard it is to hit the ball. They know how difficult it is to make a chip shot. And when these guys do it, they can attest to the difficulty of that. Whereas we're losing a lot of that in some sports. I don't know how hard it is to hit a 90 
mile an hour fastball. I can imagine it's extremely hard, but I don't do it and I don't really relate to it. And there's no sense of urgency in it over a 162 game season. So this is something that can be, I think, monetized and can be marketed with developing a sense of urgency getting some more interaction from the fan base and getting people more um, involved in the commercials and the advertisements of what these pro gamers are doing. Or for instance, the World Baseball Classic, that brought in a lot of audience. It was the urgency of the game. The NCAA tournament, a huge audience. It's the urgency, one and done. If you don't watch Kansas play in the first game and they lose, they're done. So that was the last time you could have watched them play. So you better go watch them play. You know, these UFC fights, there is a sense of urgency because they are few and far between, especially for a good card. And I'm not knocking London. I know that London has probably a huge fan base, and it's global. It's a global event. So you're going to have to watch UFC at some awkward times sometimes. You know, but when the events in the U.S. happen, they're huge. Huge. Because you can see people following it on Twitter. People are posting about it on social medias. And it is a sense of urgency like no other sport. Because you make a mistake and you could be asleep. So, I think that's something that sports could really benefit from. And we made it. We made it through this awkward uh, video podcast. So, hey, if you did check this out. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into the Purple Jaguar podcast brought to you by Hello Kitty and uh, stay blessed. All right now.